Tulsa County stars Hang me in the Tulsa County stars Meet me where I land if I slip and fall too far Hang me in the Tulsa County stars Well, I don't want to come back down to earth No, I don't want to come back down to earth My heart is going heavy from the ever endless earth So I don't want to come back down to earth Babe, I know this life will make you cold and drive you mad. Leave you homesick for a home you never had. Burning out the good with all the bad. So, darling, let the charmers lean the room. They're drowning out the Nashville moon. Hello. What's up? Figured it out. How you guys doing? Good morning. Welcome to the morning show. Uh, it's, uh, what is it? Thursday, September 17th. Boom. Bam. Welcome to the morning show. Uh, no show last two days. Been sick. Going to stay sick for a while, I think. I don't know. We'll figure this out. Uh, hope your sense of smell is back. I got to test that out. Yesterday, my sense of smell was completely gone. Stuck my nose in a in a coffee jar. Couldn't smell shit. What genre is this music? Uh, country? But like shitty pop country has kind of stolen... The genre country, which is really just pop music. This is like just country music. You can call it alternative country or folk country. Um, It's country. John Moreland, king of sad. Love John Moreland. Um, All right. Well, you sound better today. Thanks, Norm. Yeah, so um, how's everyone doing? What up? What do I need to do here? Hold on. Um. So, darling, let the charmers lean the room. I'm all, I'm all out of sorts. This I'm only gonna do two shows today. This show and then the Yankees, you know, uh, series recap. If I can stay awake for that, maybe I sleep all day so I can stay awake for that, and I won't be on any other shows today. Positive for COVID, which I knew was going to come back that way because I have every symptom imaginable. So that's something. So either from here, I'm out of the weeds. I had the worst couple days and I get better. My brother uh, and some other people I know that tested positive that that's how they went. They, they, the first five days are the worst and then they got better or what's going on in my throat goes down to my lungs and then I'm in, I'm in for like a, you know. A shittier fight. And since we have playoffs coming up and basically everything we do coming to a head, I think I have to rest and take this as serious as possible and not do six shows a day uh, on a sore throat like I did the last two days. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't know how the hell I'm going to sit around and do nothing 
for five days straight. Seems like the most boring thing in the goddamn world. Uh, also, can't I can't not make breakdowns for the company's sake. So I guess we'll do breakdowns in a couple shows. I think I have mornings next week that I have to do because of ads and shit. I don't know, man. Kind of just figuring it out right now. Like, what is the the plan? So maybe I'll read a bunch. Sounds boring. Maybe I'll finish season two of Cobra Kai. I watched season one already. Uh, I liked it. It was good. I don't know. Kind of figuring it out on the fly. Andrew Gray says it's called rest, man. I don't really do that. I don't really like rest. Uh, so I don't know. Just start a page 22 of whatever book you read. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, we have some uh, topics today. Anthony, you know, has been doing the research. I don't have the graphics or the change things, but I do have some info here so we can kind of just move on to Pine Bluff, Arizona. I don't know the weather because I didn't get it all set up because it's Arkansas, not Arizona. Dumbass. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Weather. 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, Anthony's notes on Pine Bluff just says lots, <laughs> lots of bad stuff. So that sounds, if you're from Pine Bluff, sounds like you're in for a rough segment on your town. Let's see if we can find the map. I half-ass set all this stuff up, and I probably should have just set it up. Okay, here's Pine Bluff. Bam. And it's by Bird Lake Natural Area. Bird Lake Natural Area. Natural Area is a weird description. Isn't that like everywhere? We're like almost dead center, Arkansas. It's pretty big. Bird Lake Natural Area. Like, not Bird Lake Conservatory, just natural area. There's a casino. This is a big town. All right, what's going on with Pine Bluff? Anthony said it's got, he said, just lots of bad stuff. The 10th largest city in the state of Arkansas, population around 40K. The city had one of the largest slave populations in the state by 1860. The 1960s brought heightened activism in the civil rights movement through boycotts and demonstrations. African-Americans demanded an end to segregated public facilities and jobs. Some whites responded with violence, attacking demonstrators and bombing a black church in Pine Bluff. That's fucking terrible. In 2009, Pine Pine Bluff was included... On the Forbes list of America's top 10 most impoverished cities, nicknamed the most dangerous town in America. Damn. Oh, high STD rates to boot. And then there's a whole video called 10 Reasons Not Not to Move to Pine Bluff, Arkansas. 
place that sucks so bad, people in Mississippi actually make jokes about it. Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Pine Bluff, Arkansas is a real-life cautionary American tale. If you look at the stats alone, Pine Bluff, Arkansas is like the Babe Ruth of suck. They've been knocking bad stats out of the park for years. This town is so bad, you'd think they're trying to win some kind of national contest or something. Pine Bluff has been nicknamed the most dangerous town in America more than once, and it's a name they've earned. Pine Bluff didn't always suck. It was kind of decent in the 1800s, I guess. I don't know. Pine Bluff was actually not that bad until, let's say, the 1960s or 70s. Factors that rock that looks like a face. In the 19- that rock looks like a face. Looks like a mouth right here. Nose right there. Two eyes right there. You guys seen what I'm seeing? Rock looks like a face. 1940s had been taken over by gangs and stripped of anything of value and they took what they stripped and the money they sold it for to buy drugs and you know, you know, that type of thing. As you can see, just another town brought down by drugs and violence. Actually, really, that's kind of what brings down towns most of the time is drugs and violence. Have you ever heard of a town that was brought down by cupcakes and tickle fights? No, it's always drugs. No, but like, you know, sending factories overseas and stuff. Dummy. Listen to one Bruce Springsteen song if you want to find out other ways towns can collapse. And violence and gangs. Pine Bluff has 42,000 residents currently, and that's down from the 2010 numbers, which was about 49. We're one minute into that. I can't watch that whole thing, but I get what he's saying. It's a bad place to live. Now, here's some drone footage. Do we think this drone footage, oh boy, terrible music, it makes it look pretty? Because that guy specifically had unpretty pictures. Okay, no, doesn't look like it. Doesn't <laughs> it's hard to make Pine Bluff pretty, I guess. I mean, where were the cars and the people? Did they say 40,000 people lived in Pine Bluff? There was no one. That was like a ghost town. There's no one. This looks like a ghost city. This looks like they filmed these at 4 a.m. Like, look at that. There's nothing. There's no one anywhere. I think that's City Hall. Like, there's some cars. You'd think there'd be at least cars moving on the street. The way they graded this footage is kind of funny. They did it like a Ozark grade. Oh, yeah. Look at that shot of the golf course. One car. They stopped at the stoplight. I mean, this was... It's not like they said this was a desolate town. They said it had 40,000... There's one car there, and that's a highway. What's going on? There was one car on the highway. What weirded me out, man. Where were all the people? Pine Bluff is MLB's next franchise. Could be a Saturday morning. Yeah, aren't people out and about on Saturdays? I got some weird recommended videos on this uh, 
page. Trying to figure out. Like I have a TED Talk, 10 Ways to Have a Better Conversation. What the hell is that about? Do you have drain unclogging video recommendations? I don't think so. But they've been doing that. So it, YouTube's fucking weird, man. They keep recommending. I keep seeing them recommending the drain unclogging video I did, the old-time baseball video I did, and then me running around the bases. Which are such weird videos for them to be promoting all the time. But they're promoting them a lot. Uh, so that's Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Looks like nothing good about it. Bad rap. Bummer of a town. Everyone hates it. It's crazy. Let's move on to the baseball player. Seems like we're flying through it or we're not flying through it. I'm in a very weird state of mind right now. How are you guys doing? Go Braves. Carl on Facebook says Go Braves. He sent 50 stars. Appreciate it. Uh, they always show me the girl yells at boy at festival video. Oh, yeah. I think, dude, I think that video went crazy on Facebook. I think the numbers on Facebook are insane for that one, which sucks because you can only, you can only uh, monetize videos on Facebook if they're over three minutes, and we didn't know that for a long time. So up until the start of this season... All the videos on Facebook just wouldn't weren't able to make money because I bet that one would have made us good money because it's I think it got so many views. Did anybody follow you up on the crazy video of the girl at the festival? No, Mm-mm. but that went pretty viral, so I feel bad for that girl. That video, the girl at the festival. I was making that video and I was trying to read her lips. It took me forever i was working on it forever and my mom i was living back in new jersey when i was making that my mom came in she's like what are you doing she's like what (laughs) and then uh then i remember she texted me or or the next day i saw her she's like i thought you were crazy to make that video like who would want to watch that and then now it's got the most views ever (laughs) yeah you can never know um jake sucks Sure does. Uh, Remember that. Yeah, it was wild. All right. So I have, uh, we got to go to the baseball player of the day, right? And then, oh, I don't have the graphics picked out anyway. So uh, we got to go to the baseball player of the day. And then I should have said, But before that, let me tell you about DraftKings. It sure was nice seeing the teams back out on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just one week. There is no better place to get in on all of the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week two, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the app store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn one dollar into one hundred dollars when they bet on any game, any team. 
That's right. When you place $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass up on that? If you're new to DraftKings Sportsbook, head to the app now to scout their latest offers. Bet with any DraftKings Sportsbook, a sportsbook that goes wherever you go. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOMBO when you sign up and you get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week two, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's 100 No, 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 no. Strike that, reverse it. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code JOMBOY during sign-up. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I thought my dog was coming in. Uh, Detroit Dabber says, I won $300 week one on DraftKings. I used code JOHNBOY when I signed up. Coincidence? Hey, I appreciate that. Detroit Dabber, if you did sign up and use our code. It's awesome. Thanks, DraftKings, for sponsoring this episode of Death Pod. <coughs> yes, thank you, DraftKings. I mean, DraftKings is awesome, man. They're in. They're in with John Boy Media. They like what we're about. Actually, I do think they reached out to us. They're like... I think their their initial email email said, "Hey, this this is DraftKings. We like what you're about." Nah, wasn't that. Um, all right, so <laughs> baseball player of the day. Almost just want to play a song so I can let my voice rest after that. But we got Alejandro Pena. Let me Google him. Let's see what he looks like. Alejandro Pena is a baseball coach right now. We'll give everyone the visual since I don't have it in case you don't know who he is. Bam. There you go. There you go. Alejandro Pena. These are the these are the notes I have on him. Starter slash reliever. 15 seasons. Dodgers, Mets, Braves, Pirates, Red Sox, Marlins. Two times World Series champ. 80 with the Dodgers. 85 with the Braves. Won the ERA title in 1984 with a 2.98 ERA. Cool. Converted to reliever after shoulder surgery. Pena is best known for his late season success with the Atlanta Braves in 1991. Picked up the win in game one of the 1988 World Series, the Kirk Gibson game. Pena is currently the pitching coach for the Dominican Summer League Dodgers Club. Competed, completed game, completed game in a combined no-hitter against the Padres. Combine no hitter. Oh, we have a video of that. Video, video, video. Money he was making. Few people have won. Three Braves pitchers combined for a no hitter. This is not him. It's Wallers. Here's a line in pitch. Hit off the end of the bat to short. Belliard up and trying, and he got it. That's a 1-2-3. We go to the bottom of the eighth. Braves won. Then here go nothing. God damn it, I miss having crowds. Braves won. Then here go 
And look at this guy. Did you miss having crowds? You don't realize it. You're kind of used to it. And you're like, yeah. You know, it's all right. It's a good product. We're enjoying the baseball. It feels real. We're into it. And you watch these old clips and you see this dude flexing his muscles and going ape shit. And it's like, I miss crowds. You could cut the tension with a butter knife. Oh, you could cut it with a butter knife. Hold up. Why do you audible to butter knife? You can cut the tension with a knife. So it's like, you know, but he wanted to be, it's not, why do you, why do you, why do you audible to butter knife? What does that say? He didn't think it was hard to cut through. Butter knife. You could cut the tension with a butter knife. No balls, one strike. I think that lessens the amount of tension. If you can just fucking slice through it with a butter knife. It's not that tense. And the pitch. Swung on fly ball deep left field. Nixon back. He's They're going crazy for the combined no-hitter. They'll never go home tonight. The best in the West. The Braves. Wild. Wild times. The best in the West. What? Well, anyway, that was Pena at the end there. Alejandro. Let's find out his baseball reference. Let's see how he did against. What am I doing? Versus batter. That's what I wanted. I remember when the Yanks clinched in 2018 on the Hicks double, and I felt the stadium shaking under my feet. All right, batter status, Hall of Famer, bam, slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Get the results, get the results. Um, Ryan Sandberg crushed him. That's a bummer. Tony Gwynn, 400 on base percentage. That's a bummer. Ryan Sandberg had three home runs off him. Gary Carter, two home runs, but the numbers aren't spectacular after that. Highest slugging. Dude, Ryan Sandberg just crushed this dude. In 49 plate appearances, he had a 356 batting average, 396 on base percentage, 644 slugging. Looks like it happened over the course of 12 years, too. Just crushed him. Bummer. From 1982 to 1994, when Ryan Sandberg stepped into the box against Alejandro Pena, he was comfortable. He was very comfy. 
All right. Uh, so that's the baseball player today. Sorry for such a relaxed show. It's only on the fact that I'm sick. And I'm going to go to sleep for the entire day after this. Um, so I didn't, since there's probably not going to be a show tomorrow because I'm just trying to rest all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, besides like talking Yank series recaps. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do because I still got to do make breakdowns. I still got to do some other stuff. I think we have an ad on every episode of morning next week. Like we sold them means I have to do them. I don't know what I'm going to do. Hopefully I have the version where, you know, I'm through the worst of it. And as soon as my throat clears up, it doesn't go to my lungs and I'm just great. Hopefully I have that version. Uh, I just put pilgrims <laughs> at the bottom here. P- just pilgrims. I just realized you guys are probably like, what? Just pilgrims? Um, but I was watching, um, I was watching, I fell asleep last night to Ken Burns' brother documentary on the pilgrims. <laughs> What's Ken Burns' brother who makes, who makes documentaries? Rick Burns. Uh, I believe Rick Burns. Rick Burns Pilgrims. It's on Amazon. I started watching it. It was so slow and boring to start, and I, I was in heaven. I was like, yes. I think it's only one episode or two episodes or, or two hours long. But it's all about the pilgrims and, and coming to America. And uh, so I'm going to keep watching it, and then I'll tell you if anything cool happens. I think, you know, they open up with, like, remember... The people that left England to go start a new world, England was like, yeah, get the hell out of here. Because they were the loon. They were the loons. They were the crazy people. They were like the insane religious people. Like the whole nation was founded. And then they, uh, there was another cool point that one of the historians made is that, um, the dude's journal, one of the earliest pilgrims journal, like, you know, him writing that about the state of the new nation is because he believed it would become a big country, which fuck. And he wanted to be the, he wanted to be the historian of that. And so like, who knows what he was writing, but they had the vision, which is crazy. So I'm going to watch that. What else is there? You know, I got the uh, the uh, PBS Amazon stuff. Just such a nerd. Love it. We got In Search of Doc Holliday. That's what they're telling me I should watch. That probably looks bad, though. And I love Doc Holliday. The Rise and Fall of Penn Station. Ooh, even that sounds a little... Red Metal, The Copper Country Strike of 1913. Oh, I started watching that. It didn't seem that great. Some of them are, are really poorly done. Anyway. Uh, do a baseball movie marathon this weekend. Major League will get you well ASAP. I love Major League. But I usually watch... Dramas. But I might watch Cobra Kai because I watched the first season. Or maybe I'm thinking I got to take a big break in between the first season and the second season. But I did like Cobra Kai a lot the first season. It's good. Was good. Uh, you could cut that tension with a butter knife. 
watch Jumanji again? I probably should. I probably should. I don't think I've ever seen Jumanji 2 and remember... And, and I've watched Juman, Jumanji 2 or 3, whatever you want to call it. I've watched Jumanji 2 start to finish a bunch, but I don't remember it because I'm always really high. Um, Quentin, The Devil All the Time is a serious watch, but it's really good. Do you guys remember I, I told you... Um, hold on. We did this. We did this book one day. Remember, knock them stiff. Uh, I I believe we did this one day by Daniel Ray Pollock. And I believe, let me check, double, let me triple check, so I'm not an idiot. I think the devil all the time. The devil all the time. Is a book by this dude. So I really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. So the devil all the time, the new Amazon movie, is a book that was written by Ohio's Donald Ray Pollock, and I think it takes place in Knockhamstiff, like the same town. And he narrates the film. Yeah, yeah. So I I never read that one. I want to read it, but I guess I'll just watch the movie. Uh, I I didn't. I heard, I heard Caitlin. I heard her watch the movie. So I know that there's some brutal scenes because I heard her going, no, 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 no. And then I was like, what did Mac do? And she's like, no, this movie's brutal. <laughs> uh, someone said, watch Boy Meets World, I think. Boy Meets World is better than when I was young. Boy Meets World is better than when I was young. There's a certain age where Boy Meets World hits uh, better. I think when I was like 23, I was rewatching it with my brother and I was laughing. I never found Corey funny when I was little because I was too cool because he was like kind of like the corny one and Sean and Eric were the funny ones. And then there hit this age when I rewatched it with my brother and I was just laughing at everything Corey said, all the self-deprecating jokes. I've seen Boy Meets World so many times. When we moved to California, me and my sister would come home from school because we didn't have any friends yet because we just moved there. And we just, there was two episodes of Boy Meets World that would run at 12 and 12.30 on Disney Channel and TiVo just existed. And we would TiVo them and then we would just come home and we would just watch them. And we did that and we watched all the way through Boy Meets World like twice. It was awesome. All right. I'll play that John Moreland song again. And then I'm going to leave. I'm going to go sleep all day. I'm going to try to sleep all day. There's no fucking way I'm going to sleep all day. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll see you guys then. Thanks for hanging out with me. There will be uh, nothing tomorrow. I'm going to try and take, you know, today, tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday off as much as I can. I think I have to be back next week, so hopefully I feel better. Otherwise, I'll, I'll figure it out. Hang me in the Tulsa County Stars. Meet me where I land if I slip and fall too far. Hang me in the Tulsa County stars. 
Well, I don't want to come back down to earth. Goodbye. No, I don't want to come back down to earth. My heart is going heavy from the ever endless hurt. So I don't want to come back down to earth. Baby, I know this life will make you cold and drive you mad. Leave your home sick for a home you never had.